Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Oh boy, things got interesting today, didn't they, college football fans? Well, if you're an Alabama fan, if you're a Texas A&M fan, maybe you don't feel that way today, but Thursday for a lot of us, was pretty entertaining, at least on social media. What a crazy day. And if you thought that summer lack of sports was going to get you down, it was going to keep you bored, wait no longer here. We're going to be having a countdown now to SEC Media Days after what just took place. This is one of those topics that don't directly impact Auburn, the Auburn family, the sports programs, the university. But it is something that has a little bit of a trickle-down effect, and I think it's worthy for us to discuss here and expound on it, share some thoughts, and kind of break down overall what just happened. Because we've had probably 12 to 18, I don't know, I'm doing math in my head, hours since all of this has taken place. And we're talking a Nick Saban and Jimbo Fisher rant against each other with also a response from others and the SEC. That is what we're discussing here today on Ever to Podcast. It is our video and audio mini-series where we discuss the topics that are prevalent to the Auburn family and maybe, like today, take a little bit of an extended prevalence with the Auburn family. That's what we're going to be discussing here today. Whether you are watching on YouTube or listening on the audio podcast format, we appreciate you being here. If you haven't, if this is your first time here, Be sure to subscribe on either or both formats so you don't miss any of the content on either of those functions because we do a lot of different things on each of those. Man, I don't even know where to start with this, to be honest with you. Uh, I'll be up front with you. We did talk about this today on an impromptu live stream, a reaction show, and that's what those are really for. We do those sometimes for big, hardcore breaking news just to kind of get it out there let some of our viewers, especially on YouTube, Um, have an initial reaction themselves, comments, questions, all that kind of stuff. So that is out there if you'd like to go take a look at that. We actually watched the video in full, courtesy of Texas A&M Athletics for the Jimbo Fisher press conference. So go check that out. But for those of you that haven't watched that yet, who maybe are like, why am I even tuning into this today, listening to this on an Auburn-centric podcast? Well, it involves our most hated rival in Alabama, and it also involves what is becoming increasingly especially after this recruiting cycle a more threatening potential rival down the road in texas a&m and the spat that they are having amongst each other specifically the two head coaches nick saban and jimbo fisher throwing some other elements to this and this was just a crazy day it really was it was just fascinating essentially what happened is if you want me to nutshell it for you nick saban as he has previously, is accusing other schools of paying players with all the NIL uncertainty going on out there, name-dropping some schools such as Texas A&M, such as Jackson State. Why would you want to pick on Jackson State? I don't get that. That going on as well, name-dropping those. And then we had a retort on Thursday from Texas A&M head coach Jimbo Fisher, some chiming in of others on social media, which we'll get into 
that is essentially what is going on is a for lack of a well i won't use the term a contest a certain contest amongst sec coaches mainly so um just to kind of give you my overall thoughts again for those especially don't want to expound too much on it for those that were on the reaction show both of these guys are wrong both of them the insinuation that nobody cheats by any coach by any fan by any institution within college athletics is just false is just wrong and is just ignorant if you actually believe that that's just how i feel about it i'm an auburn fan I bleed orange and blue. I know that there is cheating going on. I can't prove it without a shadow of a doubt. But we all kind of know it's there, right? I mean, we we understand that. The most of us that have walking around common sense understand that the $100 handshakes used to happen. Now they just happen in broad daylight with NIL. So there's that. I just want to be up front. Like, you need to be just rationalize this, that every college program is doing this type of stuff, trying to find that edge. In fact, I would say that you're not doing your job if you're not trying to find that edge, find where the boundaries are. Now, I am not advocating in any way do anything illegal, in any way do anything that is wrong, that is outside the rules that are set. The problem is there are no rules set as of this moment, which is what Texas A&M has done. And so you, there's a part of me that's like, gosh, I hate them for doing it. But there's also a part of me that's kind of like, gosh, Kind of admire him for doing it because Texas, I think, is probably, from what I understand, one of the most open in terms of no rules on this whole NIL collective type of thing. Uh, From what I understand at Auburn, they're doing, especially, I'll I'll drop a name here. I don't know anybody, I know people who are associated with it, but I don't know how it works. But everything that I have heard spoken about it, that I've heard talked about it, it seems to be done pretty well and pretty above board in terms of not just getting kids money, but making sure they're doing things to get to earn this money out, you know, making appearances, goodwill community type of work, but also helping these kids understand what this money could potentially mean for you long-term and how to manage it and all that kind of stuff. That's just kind of the, my outside perspective of how I think everything's going with that. Is it all above board? And I'm not even speaking about Auburn NIL, the group here. Probably not. But that's how these things go. If you want to compete, if you want to win, unfortunately, it seems like that's the law of the true law of the land. How far can you push the boundaries and how far can you go over those boundaries without getting caught? And it helps to not get caught when you are very well connected and you are, as Jimbo Fisher put it today, little G God in a sense of college football. Coach Jimbo Fisher went scorched earth today on Nick Saban for some comments that he made, I believe, on Wednesday and did not hold back. And I kind of admire that aspect of what he did. But I also, if the right word is admonish, that's the right word, I don't know, (laughs) look down upon some insinuation that everything that is going on with the program, with the recruiting, with their NIL is above board. It's not. And for you to sit there and act like just because you don't specifically have firsthand information, that, that's just lying. And he, say, he said, he, he said I'm not a liar. You know, I don't do these things. That may be true. You may not actually physically, in-person, firsthand experience know what's going on. 
but you know what's going on, and you know enough to know that things are being taken care of for you. The other hand, Nick Saban. <laughs> I know this doesn't mean much coming from an Auburn fan. <laughs> for a guy who's got everything and wants for nothing in terms of a college football coach, legacy, championships, money, assets, athletes, you'd think you'd cry a little less. Just Cry a little bit more, Nick Saban. I mean, my goodness. So that went down today, but let's address kind of what's happened since then and talk a little bit about the stuff that we didn't get to discuss on our reaction show, things that hadn't been addressed yet. And a lot of us probably felt like was coming. The SEC uh, since then, uh, I guess via Greg Sankey and their social media has put out an addressing of this, uh, stating how they want collaboration, not confrontation and this type of language, you know, the the standard stuff that you would see from an HR department. Uh, They did say that there is, and I forget the wording right now, but a uh, verbal, essentially a verbal warning to the coaches. Now, I haven't looked exactly at the bylaws. It it does state which ones they have violated. And uh, I think it's a code of conduct, conduct type of situation. And if there's any fines or anything like that, but they have been publicly reprimanded in a sense. And if that's all that's happened, I mean, I guess it's the first offense, the first true offense. So you don't really want to like just slap it down right there and say, you know, this is the big fine or this is the big penalty, but is that really going to do anything? And the other thing about this is with the sec that frustrates me is would this have happened? Would this reprimanding have happened? Had Jimbo Fisher not said anything? So as much as people don't like Jimbo Fisher, and I don't particularly, it's not that I don't like the dude or anything like that. I I know a lot of Auburn fans have a lot of hate for him, and I understand that. I'm just kind of indifferent on him, to be honest with you. I kind of am glad he did it, because if it forced the SEC's hand, and it also puts the question out there, would you have done this if Jimbo Fisher hadn't done something in response? So this morning when I'm looking at a press conference come up, getting ready to watch it, getting ready to do a reaction show about it. I'm like, why is this even necessary? But now it makes me question, has the SEC made everybody feel that they have to do these drastic measures now to get some response in terms of handling the the people in the ivory tower that is Alabama, in terms of reprimanding them, putting them on blast? I don't know. These are questions that pop into my mind when I see a sequence of things. Uh, Nick Saban has once not probably as directly addressed this type of NIL cheating, paying players with all this uncertainty going on before. So maybe this second time would have required a response from the SEC office and Greg Sankey, and maybe they were going to do that. We will never know. Only Greg Sankey, only the SEC officials know exactly what they were going to do. But it sure looks suspicious. So, from this point forward, we can uh, expect to probably see a lot more measured coaches. SEC media days will be just hot, 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 hot. (laughs) In terms of the anticipation for it, it really won't amount to much. The other aspect of this is hearing others' commentary. Um, And there's aspects of this commentary that are being brought into this that I don't even think belong in this conversation. And if that goes that far with those type of things, I'm just not even going to touch it. But I want to talk about some of the more interesting things. 
uh, Jackson State head coach, Deion Sanders, primetime himself, uh, took the opportunity, ever the marketeer, and got to somewhat admire him for taking every opportunity to market his school. Uh, jumped in the fray because he was name-dropped, or at least insinuated at by Nick Saban, and uh, spent the day addressing that and definitely made a name for himself. Definitely got the attention of the sports world with addressing that. Uh, I think the all the one we were all in the SEC waiting to hear responses from, Lane Kiffin. <laughs> I think Lane just put up emojis of popcorn, of, you know, the eyes looking over to the side. You know, essentially, Lane didn't really do anything except kind of say, this is entertaining. And I, I think for a lot of people, Lane Kiffin speaks the fan language, if that makes sense. Um, whether you like him or not, I don't. It's kind of like Jimbo Fisher. I'm kind of indifferent on the dude. I see the value in him. He's he is moving the way for me somewhat like a Steve Spurrier, where I, I kind of didn't like him, but the way he eggs on some people that I don't like in just an athletic and a rivalry sense, Nick Saban, um, that kind of endears me toward him a little bit. So that's that's been interesting to watch as well and i'm sure there's plenty that i have missed there are you know commentators that are saying things there are everybody's given their opinion about this and for the most part i think everybody like i st- said at the beginning of this is being even killed and saying we all know everybody cheats just don't cry about it when everybody starts doing it the same as you've been able to do it for the last couple of years it's not a good look for nick saban i would say it's kind of a 50 50 look for jimbo fisher um kind of made him look like a little bit like a schoolyard fight, but also you now have to ask the questions. Would these things have been addressed kind of like we've talked about? And outside of that, everybody else has just had fun with it. So how does this affect Auburn? (laughs) I know, bring it all back to that. Uh, Not much unless it really brings the eyes upon uh, both Texas A&M and Alabama and scrutinizing them. The um, the NCAA has said that if you've done anything, I keep using this phrase, below board, on NIL, you are still liable for that if they come back and find that out. Maybe it will force them their hands to go do some investigation that a lot of us feel like should have been happening for a long, long time. Investigations probably happen. Results just never came out, or they did and were pushed under the rug. We all know what's going on. It's just to what degree, and can you get away with it? I don't like it. I don't agree with it. But unfortunately, that's the way the college football works. And sometimes it brings us little gems like today with Nick Saban and Jimbo Fisher. What a scorched earth. That is our topic today and our thoughts today here on Ever to Podcast. Love to hear your thoughts in the comments section below here on YouTube, or you can hit us up on social media if you're listening on audio format to share your opinions about what we talked about today. If you haven't, please do subscribe on either or both formats so you can make sure that you catch every episode of this and the other content that we put out on both formats. Thank you for tuning in here to Everett Podcast, where we cover the whole of the Auburn experience. War Eagle.